Hello, and welcome back to episode 7 of the Circling Shadow Sports podcast. I am your host, as per usual, Charles Hamaker. Today we'll be recapping, of course, the Seahawks tragic loss versus the Green Bay Packers on Sunday. This sucks. Um, As well as taking a look at what we need to focus on going into the offseason for this team and taking a look at what will be coming ahead for the rest of Seattle sports. So thank you again for all those coming in to listen. And let's get into it. I know if you watched the game or were able to get a glimpse of the fourth quarter there, you uh, you know some of the tragic things that happened. So like any sane person, what should we do about that? We should go and recap it quarter by quarter, just like I will do right now. So if that's something you don't want to do, then I wouldn't listen to me until probably later in the podcast here. So we go into the first quarter, and you know right off, right off the bat, um, Devontae Adams gets a quick touchdown. On two young guys, uh, Trey Flowers and U Umadi, just on a mix out there it was a fake rub route. In all, in all honesty, I really don't think that either of these guys should have been covering Adams in the first place, because Adams, as as we've seen, he's Rogers' favorite receiver, and he's a dangerous guy who can score from just about anywhere on the field. So, I mean, really, I don't think Trey Flowers or Ugu Umadi should have been on him at all. So that started the game off nicely. Jacob Hollister. Uh, fumbles on the next drive, um, and it was called. A, there was no decisive evidence to prove who had the ball coming out of that fumble, so we got away with a break on that one. But Hollister just had a bad first half. Um, I'll get into more of that about Jacob there later. <clears throat> and as in time and time, time and time again, people are trying to notice it. I don't know if they haven't noticed until now, but I've been saying this for years. The script in the first half from Schottenheimer to Daryl Bevel is very bland and just boring. It's it's not effective, and nobody seems to be fooled by it. I mean, I wouldn't sure as hell be just fucking straight halfback dives into the middle of the fucking offensive line. It's already not that great on its own. Um, in short yard situation, the team struggled. Um, and just a comment on this, I didn't, I still don't, really like having David Moore back for punt returns. I don't think he's that fast and I don't think he really has the agility to be a punt returner, but you know, that's just, I've spoken. I have spoken. I have spoken. I have spoken. It also needs to be mentioned that the third on play calling for this team sucks on both offense and defense, I might add, but I'm focusing more on the offensive here. There are many times that this team on third down, whether it be short situations or long situations, a play gets called that's called for a route or something that goes well short of the first down or right in front of it rather than past it. Tell me if I'm wrong here, but the goal is to get the first down, to go past that first down marker, not right before it, regardless. And then later towards the end of the first quarter, we saw KJ Wright covering Devontae Adams, and that was just comical to me i mean i get wanting to be in base defense you have talented linebackers you know cody barton's a guy that i expect to make a big jump in year two but we really shouldn't be limiting ourselves to that all the time i don't i think that nickel should be 
brought back next year. I don't think Ken Norton should be brought back as defensive coordinator next year. Um, I mean, I love the guy. It's cool to have him on the team again uh, with the team. But I, I think his play calling on defense is really hurting this team. Um, as we get into the second quarter, I'm still going to talk shit on Ken Norton here. Why are we sending Bobby Wagner, our best linebacker, on blitzes? I feel like a lot of these plays that we send Bobby Wagner, we get burned. Uh, as well as blitzes in general, I don't think the situation for these blitzes uh, is very good. We go on to the goal line stand where the push pass came into play, and it was fumbled by Adams but was ruled incomplete. I just think that rule is so dumb. I, I get it being a pass because it's technically going forward, but if anything, it's just a nudge. It's like a ping fucking patty cake. I, I think that's a dumb ruling. I think it should have been a fumble. And then we get into the bullshit here that we get from going to Lambeau. <sighs> the ball never crossed the plane on uh, Aaron Jones' first touchdown. It never clearly crossed the plane. Um, there was no clear or decisive evidence that helped to prove that. So really, it was ridiculous. Uh, the officiating sucks this year. And it sucked throughout this game. I mean, there was no clear or decisive evidence, like I said. And the fact that it went to some experts in New York and got cleared is just pretty bullshit. We cut here now to my exact uh, reaction here at the Twin Peaks and Tuckwill when that play transpired and when the ruling was upheld. What? We are so serious, guys. You're fucking high. Are you out of your mind? After that horrendous call, it was brought to my attention. Why was Luke Wilson, throughout the rest of his season, it seemed, only being used for blocking? I mean, the guy can catch still, I'm sure, and it's not like his hands are made of bricks. I just figured that was a waste when you're only throwing to Jacob Hollister. I mean, you're not like going to throw to Tyrone Swoops. I think last week they might have once. Anyway, uh I thought Jair Alexander was a punk. He threw DK to the ground on a play that the ball wasn't thrown to him, and he was just repeatedly jawing uh, and just acting a fool the entire game. I want Russ to be more decisive. I feel like there's a lot of games where he'll just wait for people to get open when he's got running lanes. I don't know what it is, but it feels like he's on a leash. And I know Seahawks Twitter has been clamoring for him to be let go and to let him cook. But, I mean, I just think he needs to run the ball more. I mean, we know it. Yeah, I mean, that relates to I don't know why I would say it in that way. But, I mean, it's not like he can't run. It's not like it's gonna we're going to watch Phillip Rivers out there run. It's Russell Wilson. He can run the ball. There was a reverse play in the second quarter midway through where uh, get the ball to David Moore and he got a first down. Why is that play not used more? Why don't we use a jet sweep? We've got guys like Tyler Lockett who can run the ball. Again, I feel like there's a uh, talent's not being used. Players are not being put to their strengths here. Um, the Packers used the re- uh, reverse with Tyler Irvin, a guy who's not a starter, and it worked well for them, getting them multiple first downs. The ruling of grabbing the helmet as a flag, I thought, and as a personal foul was just bullshit. I mean, grabbing an opening of the helmet, that can clarify, that could come to many things. I just thought that was a ticky-tack stupid flag, and it was going towards Green Bay's favor, as usual. Um, In the times that we were on the goal line, uh, the defense played well, um, with the exception, of course, of the quote-unquote first Aaron Jones touchdown. 
And then the second one, the second one uh, on third and goal where he just kind of waltzed in, um, hitting a hole. I thought the defense played well. Uh, but going into half down 21 to 3 is not what I wanted. Oh, no! We suck again! To continue my Comedy Central roast of Jacob Hollister, it was incredible to see that the Seahawks were trying to have Jacob Hollister block guys like Preston and Zedaria Smith throughout the game. That's just incredibly stupid. He couldn't block a fly if it got in front of him, which is a dumb comparison. But you get the point. It was embarrassing to see. I mean, the dude just kind of let him through like a revolving door. And the first drive into the second half, the offense already looked 10 times better than the first half. It is a, it's just incredible to see how the play calling, you know, uh, from the first half compared to the second half just shoots up immediately. Um, and if you played like this throughout games, just uh, through the entirety, not starting in the second half, you would probably win games by a lot more. And you'd think you'd want to do that. I guess not. Um, and then there was the third time this game, as we get into the third quarter, that this team goes to Jacob Halster on third down on a play that is short of the first down marker to repeat myself. Why are we calling plays that are going shorter than the first down marker? It does not make sense. This was the fourth down play to Tyler Lockett here in a rollout. I think rollouts should be used more by this team because you can get Russell Wilson to run the ball if there's an open space, or if you have his target leaking out, you can obviously pass the ball. Uh, Lynch powers into the goal line. I mean, you love to see it. It's incredible. You just don't want to talk, really. I'm just about that action, boss. Following Marshawn's touchdown, we saw KJ covering Jimmy Graham, and I'm not trying to hate on KJ. I like KJ. I'm a KJ fan, but I don't really want him covering Jimmy Graham. I feel like Akeem King, a guy who's played in the nickel position, could have covered him. I wouldn't say Leno Hill because I hate Leno Hill. Um, I just feel like he shouldn't be covered by KJ. I don't think he's fast enough to do that. I'm sorry. Um, Trey Flowers got burned on Adam's second touchdown. I feel like Trey, uh, Trey Flowers had a solid year. Uh, but he's, he really struggled the past two games. Don't know what it is. Um, and I feel like as we get into the fourth quarter here, transitioning into late late third, early fourth, Travis Homer really should have been incorporated into the passing game more. We saw it in the last drive of the Niners game. And I feel like, again, this is a waste of talent. The guy can receive and he can run, get him in open space. Anyway, um, going into the fourth, I don't know why this team has abandoned the zone read. I get that it was a big thing a couple of years ago and it kind of died out. But if you looked at some of the plays uh, where we would hand the ball off to Marshawn and Russ would fake the keep, he had daylight. He really, he had acres to go. Um, And Lynch Lynch scored uh, on this touchdown that I'm harping on. But I'm saying in the future, teams typically crash on the running back uh, nowadays when we run this play. I've never seen Russell keep it anymore. Again, I don't know if he's on a leash or what. Uh, going on for the two-coin conversion here that would have put the team within three, um, I, I thought this was a bad play call. I'm not a fan of the having guys do little comeback routes uh, immediately. You had a guy crashing off the edge anyway. I think it should have been a quick throw, if anything, or rollout, because if you get the rollout, like I said, there's a play earlier in the drive where Rush, uh, Rush, <laughs> Russ had a, uh, a rollout and he his receiver was covered, so he just took the open space and he ran for a first. I don't know why that wouldn't work on a two-point conversion, regardless. Um, 
if he would converted the missed field goal and the two-point conversion, the game would have been tied, which kind of hurts my soul. That shit hurting! <clears throat> As we continue our hate for Ken Norton. Jeez, I'm hating on everybody today. Uh, the third down defense terrible all game. Rodgers was able to basically do what he wanted. It was his play castle, really. When it came to third down, uh, I'm still not a fan of sending blitzes on third down against Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it's a smart thing to do, but it happened repeatedly, and it will be mentioned again later on in the game. Uh, the Griffin Bros sack, one of the best moments of the game, in my opinion. I, that was amazing to me. Uh, see, I always get the ball back. On first and 10, Malik Turner just drops the ball. It's straight hit in the hands. Terrible. I Dude should have been on the practice squad, should have been on the team. If John Arsua was healthy, he would have caught the goddamn ball. John Brown could have caught that ball, for all I fucking care. Ever since he dropped that ball, ever since Malik Turner dropped that ball in fourth and, I think it was a fourth and one play against the Rams, I do not like that guy. Continuing, the third and five call uh, on that drive after Malik Turner's wonderful drop. Uh, the play call had everybody on their routes going deep, um, which didn't make sense. Again, so it actually contradicts what my sa- I said earlier. Instead of going in f- before the first down marker, everyone went way far past it. The goal should be to just get the first down. You had time. You didn't need to air it out there. It wasn't Hail Mary time. So yeah, there was a sack, and it was a fourth and eleven. And I get not, I, I get not going for it. I know a lot of people wanted to go for it uh, with two minutes left, but I really just didn't justify the, with the way that the team has been playing, had been playing throughout the game. And yes, I know that they got to stop the drive before. I wouldn't want to give the ball to Aaron Rodgers on the you know the thirty-five yard line, thirty-six yard line. Um, the the team actually held the Packers to several third and longs, but the problem obviously is that they gave him up. Um, with too close to two minutes left uh, on both of those third and longs, though, the team blitzed on third and long, third and nine. Uh, the Jimmy Graham quote unquote first down was a third and nine, and they sent blitzes. I don't get sending the blitzes. It didn't work. He didn't do it on first and second down. I get you know uh, not doing it then, but then on third down when you need coverage the most against a guy who's got Jimmy Graham going out there, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams. I mean, why would you blitz and put guys who are not qualified like Delano Hill, for God's sake, on a guy like Jimmy Graham for the game? I don't get it. We lose 28 to 23 season ends. In retrospect, I mean, it was a good season. Uh, People would say that this team uh, overachieved. I, I really think that this team... Could have won more games, actually. Um, you know, if we go back, say, to the Niners game. Uh, but, you know, there's, an, there's nothing you can do about it now. Uh, going into the review of the game as a whole, Clowney is a still a game wrecker. He should be a top priority uh, for this team going into the offseason. Like I said, why is Delano Hill covering Jimmy Graham? It really sucks that Marquise Blair... Uh, tweaked his ankle in practice because I I don't think Marquise Blair would have fucked up that bad. 
Akeem King actually did well uh, covering Travis Kelsey last year. Why couldn't he cover Jimmy Graham? Uh, Jakeem Griffin only had five defensive snaps. He had the one sack. For people that are saying that he should be gone next year, I, I don't think so. The guy's only been on the team for two years. You know, I don't think it's time to just get give up on him yet. You know, I know that he's a good story, and some people may think he's only a good story, but, I mean, he, he's a rusher. He's not a coverage guy, and they've finally been putting him in the, in the rushing. So I feel like give him some development. Uh, you know, we could see good things. Uh, Ugo Amadi only played 11 snaps. I feel like he needed more. I mean, I get that we were in base defense for most of the game, but I feel like he should be on the field more. He's, he's played well in the games that he's been able to start. Uh, Marshawn had four touchdowns in three games. He does have some juice left in the tank, uh, especially if you get him into a full offseason of training. We'll see what he wants to do there. Just uh, after the game, I saw a lot of uh, articles getting posted talking about how uh, the slow starts hurt us. I've been saying this for years. I don't feel like this is new information. I don't know if people are just repeating articles or what, but yeah, it's a big issue, and I don't know why they're not starting off faster. Um, Failing to cover Devontae Adams proved costly. Uh, Got to be able to cover better, and I I attribute that to the defenses being called. Um, Third down defense and Renzo defense were terrible. Um, Obviously, I would subtract the Aaron Jones "quote unquote" touchdown, but then again, uh, their def- their uh, red zone defense throughout the year has been bad, uh, and third down defense to d- d- this game just terrible, terrible. Um, getting into kind of no, I'm gonna, I'm not going to do that yet. Defense did not get a takeaway in the last four games, and you look at the last four games: the Philly game, this game, the Niners game, and that Cardinals game. All games, you went one for three in those games, if I'm not mistaken. Um, kind of wish you were able to force more turnovers there. The team uh, was in top ten and forced turnovers, uh, which is good. But I mean, he didn't do it when he needed it most. Uh, there were two injuries that I wanted to take a look at: Jamarco Jones sustained a concussion, and Phil Haynes, uh, rookie, got slotted in there at left guard. I thought he played well. Um, so maybe, I mean, looking forward. Mikey Potty, you don't need to bring him back. If Phil Haynes is able to take that spot, I mean, why not? Um, get him, get a guy who's not getting paid as much. Uh, and Quinn Jefferson broke his foot uh, during that game. That's why he was on crushes on the sideline. Um, getting into the offseason stuff, uh, I had it in my notes here. You might want to add another receiver. Uh, John Brown, I mean, he's cool and all, but I don't know if you want to keep him on the team. David Moore, I don't know. He's been inconsistent. Um, I feel like yeah. Oh, whoa, my ear just popped. I don't think he should be returning kicks, as I said. Um, Malik Turner. I just have my gripe with that guy. God damn it. Um, and then John Rasul. It'll be excited to see his development over the the off season here. Perhaps see him in a expanded role. <sighs> I got a big list for you here, so prepare yourself for the impending free agents. This team has would be Jadavian Clowney, John Reed, Ezekiel Ansa, Al Woods, Quentin Jefferson, Jermaine Fetty. Get rid of that fucker. Uh, Mike, Mikey Potty, George Fant, Michael Kendricks, Josh Gordon, John Brown, Akeem King, Nico Thorpe, Dakota Watson, Geno Smith, Luke Walsh, Luke Wilson, not Walson, CJ Procise. Get rid of that fucker too. Joey Hunt, Brandon Jackson, Kalon Reed, I, who sustained a 
potentially career-ending neck injury, so I don't even know if that'll count. Jordan Simmons, Emmanuel Ellerby, Jordan Ruse, Ryan Neal, Malik Turner. You, you already know how I feel about that guy. Jeremy Boykins and Tyrone Swoops. Restricted free agents would be David Moore and Jacob Hollister. Adron Reed already said that he considers Seattle home and he wants to be back here next year. Uh, obviously, I feel like Clowney should be a top free agent priority. He said he wants to win. Uh, he said, I'm trying to get to the Super Bowl by any means. Sort of ring type thing. Um, but it was said that he went up to John Snyder's office, office in the on a clean-out day, which was yesterday or two days ago, I believe, as we're on uh, Tuesday here. Um and said that he really enjoyed his time here during the season, so that's a hopeful sign. Um, I feel like he needs some help, though, on the D-line there. So, uh, obviously, as I'll get into it later here, pass rush should be a place of need. George Fant said he believes that he can be a starting left tackle in this league, uh, and he wants to find a place where he can be a starter. When asked if that was here, he kind of was like, I don't know. I mean, if he wants to be that, go ahead, dude. Go somewhere else. I'd don't know if you can be a quality left starter, left tackle, pardon my language. Um, I mean, if he, he's going to want to get starting money somewhere else, I don't think it's going to be an issue. I don't think we'll do, give him that. I hope not. God. Um, what does Marshawn want to do next year? It's been talked about to giving him a, a special contract of sorts, which confused me, but I mean, I've seen word of things come from this team. So, I mean, I'd love to have Marshawn back for another year. Um, do I think he'll come back? I really don't know. I, I, I can't tell you. I mean, I love Marshawn, but I'm, I don't know what he's going to do. Uh, this team has a projected 61 million in cap space for the 2020. Um, so we've got some room to work here with what you're doing uh, in terms of clowning extension and potential free agents. Yannick Ngakwe is a pass rusher from Jacksonville that comes to mind. Um, like I said, pass rusher is an area of need may potentially look to get another corner uh, for the contracts expiring in 2021, just to kind of give you an idea of guys who might be uh, looked at for cap space. Justin Britt, I've been saying it throughout the season. I think you might want to get rid of him because he's got a $19 million cap hit. Um, KJ Wright, I, I kind of want to keep, I like KJ. I want to keep KJ. I feel like Bobby uh, likes having KJ on the field with him. Um, Bradley McDougald, uh, contract expires in 2021. Ed Dixon might be a guy you get rid of. DJ Fluker, I'm a fan of DJ Fluker. I feel like the run game improves when he's on the team. Nick Ballore, he's converted linebacker from the Detroit Lions, uh, current fullback. That's an interesting case just because this team's used the fullback uh, sparringly. Uh, Ballore scored a touchdown against the Cardinals in week 16 there. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I might want to go and get an actual fullback. Ethan Pochich, Shaquille Griffin, Delano Hill. Get rid of that fuck. Nazir Jones, Tedrick Thompson, Chris Carson, Puna Ford, and Brian Money are all guys to look forward to who may get looked at for extensions and such. Um, if I'm just looking at the list here of free agents, the guys I would want to bring back, you know, within reason with contract, would be Clowney, John Reed, um, Quentin Jefferson, I'd like to get Josh Gordon back. It just depends on where he's going to be at with his suspension and stuff like that. And looking at the rest of the list, I'm not a fan of many of these guys. I mean, a lot of these guys might be brought back just for uh, depth purposes, but Jerron Brown, guys like him, 
I like Michael Kendricks, but you know, I don't know if he's going to be in the slammer or not. Um, and Jermaine Effetti, I, I just feel like it's good riddance time with that guy. Um, I'll have in the next episode here, I'll uh, look at free agent targets just to kind of combat what I did with looking at the guys who I'd want to bring back here. But I do feel like, um, I do feel like Jadavian should be a top priority here. I mean, he's a guy who's immediately helped this D line. Uh, I mean, if anybody says that he didn't do much and they're just looking at sack numbers, you're an idiot. If you watch the games, you see the impact the guy has getting through the line, making plays in the run. Huge, huge impact. And other things to look at for the offseason. Um, obviously, you need to start games faster going into the next year. I mean, that's the thing I've been probably saying for years now. Uh, it'll interesting be interesting to see the development of guys like DK, uh, Trey Flowers. I mean, this is, it's only his second year this year playing corner. Uh, guys who want to get rid of him, you're just stupid. Shut up. Just sh- shut up. You know, the, the ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Um, Cody Barton, Travis Homer, Ugo Amadi, Bla- uh, Marquise Blair, and John Ursua. I feel like these are all guys who can make the jump uh, and become even more uh, important to this team, give a bigger contribution. LJ Collier, he's really facing a big offseason because the guy's going to be, I think he's already 25. Um, it's a little for a rookie. God damn. Um, and just his, his season was terrible. Terrible. Um, I, I made it a point right after the game to kind of look at, because we played Kevin King this week um, with the Packers, former Husky. There are a lot of times that this team has missed on uh, defensive talent uh, that's come out of its own backyard uh, in Huskies. I mean, Taylor Rapp, Buda Baker, Kevin King, you know, these are all guys who could make an impact on this team and they've been passed up on for a guy like LJ Collier, uh, for example. And Chris Carson in other offseason news said that he'll be ready for a training camp. Uh, and I was thankful he didn't need to have surgery. So that's good. Oh, that's nice. oh. oh okay. Sorry. I was having uh, issues there with the mic. Um, looking ahead to other sports here, Seattle Mariners, uh, pitchers and catchers report. February 12th, position players report February 17th. Um, And other Mariners-related news, uh, the team reached arbitration deals with Mitch Hanniger, Malik Smith, and Sam Tuavailela. Seattle Sounders uh, CCL matches start February 12th versus Olympia, and as opposed to our capital uh, of the state of Washington, Olympia, they spell O-L-I-M-P-I-A. MLS matches start March 1st. For the Seattle Dragons, the first game is February 8th. Um, that is an away game. And then they come back and play the next week here at CenturyLink. And for UW's men's basketball, uh, the team currently stands at 11-6. and six, And they play the 12-4 and four Oregon State Beavers this Thursday at 8 o'clock. It's uh, going to be interesting, certainly, uh, as we get into the NFL offseason. Uh, I will have uh, free agency and the draft covered here. Uh, but I am excited to sort of get back into other sports. I, I do miss baseball. Um, it'll be interesting to get back into Sounders matches too. That's always fun. As well as the Seattle Dragons. I mean, that's certainly interesting. Uh, we obviously had the AFL last year, um, but that petered out. So it'll be interesting to see what the XFL does different. And I'm probably going to try to go to some games uh, just because the tickets don't look that expensive. And I mean, it's still football. These are still finely tuned athletes. 
so yeah, uh, thank you again for everyone who's reached this point. Um, I was going to incorporate the question part that I mentioned in the last episode into this episode, but nobody left me any questions. Um, so yeah, that sucks. Um, if you want to, if you have any questions, anything sports related or, or anything else, uh, and you want to ask me, go ahead and just mention that you want to be in the podcast. I will put it in here. Um, and so, yeah, uh, I'm excited. I've got some things that I want to incorporate this into this podcast and just keep this going. Uh, please go follow the Instagram and Twitter, uh, for this account. It is circling Seattle sports on Twitter. I think the actual main username is circling sports, which is like I said, is weird. Uh, you can get updates on that, uh, for when I post as well as my Facebook, if you got that, uh, share it if you can put on your story or whatever it is, or share it. Uh, if you know people that like Seattle sports, you know, people that like football, if you know people that like the Seahawks, please share it. Uh, regardless, thank you for everyone who supported me. Thank you, Omari, for a couple of tips you've been giving me. If you're listening to this point, um, thank you, um, as always, um, And I'll be back next week.